my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to have casual, relationship-building conversations with people you would like to get to know professionally, even if you are not in the same place. A virtual coffee date is a great way to build your network and maybe enjoy a little downtime in your day as well. Whether you work in the office five days a week or are part of an entirely virtual team, my guess is that at least some of your professional relationships are mostly virtual now. It can be harder to get to know your colleagues when you never cross paths in person. But it is not impossible. And doing so will help you do your job effectively and efficiently. This is where virtual coffees come in. If you joined the workforce before 2020, you no doubt had coffee dates with coworkers, clients, and people you met at conferences or networking events. Meeting someone for coffee is a casual, low-pressure way to get to know someone better. There is usually no formal agenda. Usually it is not a ton of time, almost always less than an hour. But the upside from these casual conversations is that you know the person a little better, know what they're interested in, and know how they work. You trust each other more, and that makes it easier to get things done. In the past, these coffees were obviously assumed to be in person where you have coffee together. But as more people work remotely, and as more people take advantage of virtual meeting technology, you can certainly recreate these casual conversations in virtual form. So why not bring it up? If there is someone you'd like to get to know, you could send a note saying that if we were in the same place, I'd suggest we grab coffee to get to know each other. But since we are in different places, what about virtual coffee? If the person accepts, a 30-minute video call can work just fine. Send a calendar invitation with a link, just as you would for a meeting. And you can, of course, just show up at the appointed time. But it might be wise to make best use of your time by thinking it through in advance. Consider what you'd like to talk about. Has the person mentioned anything important to them that you could ask about? 
Maybe you've picked up on some detail of their personal life where you have an overlap. Kids of the same age, previously living in the same town, that sort of thing. To help the conversation along, think about some questions and conversation starters. You want the call to feel casual but focused. So one approach is to have a list of questions you could ask, but then let the conversation flow naturally, rather than feeling like you have to ask all the questions in a pre-planned sequence. You should also think about how you want to answer these same questions. Since anyone with a modest amount of social skills will know to say, and how about you, after answering anything extensively. Think about what you would like to share. A milestone you have just reached? A project you are excited about? Or maybe that you like to spend your lunch break weeding your garden? Since this is a professional colleague, be sure you learn a little bit about what makes them tick professionally. If you are new at a company and having coffee with a more experienced colleague, this is a great opportunity to ask, what do I need to know or do to be successful here? Or what do people who thrive here have in common? If there is something you are aiming for, feel free to share it. Not so much that you intend to become CEO in the next two years, but if you always love to work on events or want to do more writing, people should know about that. Since a virtual coffee is about building relationships, use open-ended questions that people can take in whatever direction they want. A question like, what keeps you engaged when you're not at work? Let's a person share about their family, their hobbies, a new skill they're trying to build, or any other topic that is important to them and that they are comfortable sharing with you. Think about what you want to share too. Information about family members, pets, hobbies, volunteer commitments, and so forth. A practical note, since you are not actually at a coffee shop, you don't have to purchase a cup of coffee to be sitting there. But it's kind of nice to have a cup of coffee or a glass of lemonade or something up on your screen that signals this is a casual conversation rather than a formal meeting. You might also move away from your desk and sit in a more comfortable spot like a couch, or maybe even your hammock outside. As with in-person coffees, it is always nice to follow up with a note saying that you enjoyed meeting the person. I mean, assuming you did. You can thank people for their time regardless, and make a note about anything you plan to follow up on. The upside of a virtual coffee is that you don't even need to build in travel time. This can truly be a quick 30-minute thing, which could fit in a packed day in a way that driving to Starbucks from your office often can't. So if anything, you can err on the side of scheduling more virtual coffees. It is a small investment of time that can have a big payoff in your relationships. Do you have virtual coffees? I'd love to hear about them. You can reach me at laura at lauravandercam.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most 
of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.